Hey y'all, it's Dr. Kylie with the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast and it is 2023. Where has the time gone? We began this in 2020. Would have never known what I would be doing now and what information would be out there about our health. I am so glad that you have taken the time to learn about your health and what you can do to be in charge of it and to be in control of it and to learn about your blood work, what your blood work really says right here on this podcast. In fact, if you could do me a big favor, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, take a screenshot picture of it, send it to my team. We'll get you something good just for doing that. If you are a practitioner and you don't have a thriving virtual practice, you need one. That's what In This Together Live is all about. It's happening in February 20th, 21st, and 22nd in Orlando, Florida. Yes, this is an in-person event where I get to meet you and hug you and help you grow the practice of your dreams so you can have more time, locate more freedom of time, location freedom, and financial freedom. But now is the time to do it. You've got to have a thriving virtual practice. The doors are wide open. And who knows what's going to be available in two years. So let's get this done now. Let's build you a thriving virtual practice in just two days. Come join me and other world-class experts in Orlando, Florida at the Wyndham Grand Resort on February 20th, 21st, and 22nd this month. Well, this year. So next month, grab your ticket at drkylieburton.com slash in-this-together-live. It's got all the details and there are only 200 seats available. So grab yours before it fills up. I guarantee it's going to fill up. And I also guarantee you ain't going to want to miss this. It's going to be the thing that blows up your practice so you can help more people while saving your time, saving your energy and having more impact. And who doesn't want to meet in person nowadays? I need to meet you and I need to give you the biggest hug and tell you, you got this. You are a genius. Let's just get more people knowing that your geniusness exists. And I'll see you in Florida next month. Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, your host, Dr. Kylie. We are going to cover today the top five blood work markers in which you need to know. Okay. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, I'm going to share my screen with you and walk you through these markers. If you're listening to this on the podcast, that's okay. Now, I'm going to walk you through everything audibly so you can understand it as well. But again, it will be on YouTube and um, Facebook if you're interested in watching the video. So if you haven't ever been around me before, a little introduction. I graduated chiropractic school in 2017. Yes, because that's when Easton was born. Um, I became a mom and a chiropractor in the same week. Now, here's the funny thing, though. I'm a chiropractor, but I hate adjusting. I love talking about blood work and labs and normal blood work, blood work that you already have in your hands, whether it be a patient portal, whether it be you have hard copies of it, and most importantly, you've been told your blood work is normal, yet you don't feel normal. If that's you, this podcast is for you. In fact, you know somebody who suffers and it keeps getting told that their blood work is normal, yet they feel like crap. Tell them about this podcast. Get the information out there. 
tell about, tell your social media, just post it on your social media and say, boom, I'm, I just heard listening to this podcast, or I've been listening to this podcast. Share it on your social media because someone needs to know that their blood work has real answers inside of it. And if you're new to me, well, I'm about to teach you a different way, a better way of reading blood work. All right. So if you don't have blood work sitting next to you, at some point, get it because you'll want it. All right. The first and most important blood work marker I think you need to pay attention to, and it might be surprising to y'all, but it's serum iron. And the reason why is because iron is required to get oxygen to every single cell in our body. Now, the ranges I'm going to give you are not normal ranges. We don't want to be normal. That's why the way we've been taught and the way we've been trained to read blood work is failing. Unless you're bad enough to elicit a positive diagnosis, you're going to be stuck in this world of, well, maybe it's anxiety, maybe it's depression, maybe you just need to sleep more, maybe you need to lose more weight, whatever it is that the, the excuse comes in. The way I look at blood work is I'm going to look at it from a narrower perspective. We call it the functional range. I don't come up with these ranges. I have tweaked them to based upon my thousands and thousands of labs that I've seen. I've tweaked some of them, but most of them come from Dr. Datis Karazian and his team who did extensive research 25, 30 years ago. Okay. So serum iron, that is one of these ranges that comes from him. I want to see it between 85 and 130. I prefer to see iron on the upper half of the ranges because like I said, your body needs iron. It needs oxygen. And the only way to get oxygen to the cells is via iron. Now, this isn't going to be like a comprehensive overview of all the blood work. These are the this is the top five most important markers in my that, that I see on this regular standard blood test that you need to know. So there's an entire iron panel with patterns inside this iron panel that if you're a practitioner, you definitely need to know. If you are a someone who's just taking charge of their health, um, pay attention to this iron panel. You can get all the details about all of the panels inside my book, Why Are My Labs Normal? Grab that on Amazon if you haven't already. Okay, that's the blood work marker number one. Blood work marker number two, vitamin D. And if you're a practitioner listening to this and you're thinking there's a whole lot to absorbing vitamin, there's a whole lot to absorbing iron, you're right. But I'm going to focus on keeping it simple. Simple, simple, simple. That is the name of the game. My vitamin D levels that I want to see personally inside individuals, I want to see it over 80. I've seen them in the high hundreds. I don't fret. I have yet to see a toxic level of vitamin D and somebody producing symptoms of toxicity. And a couple of days ago, actually, I was, you know, right now I'm recording this. It's November 29th and we're heading into quote RSV season for babies. 
And they're like, don't touch, don't kiss other babies, wash your hands, take, remove the germs. And every time I see it, yeah, that's important. But gosh, dang it, it is so simple to get your vitamin D status up. So simple, even babies. Now, the recommended dose for babies is 400 IUs a day. That's pathetic. In fact, the recommended dose is 2,000 IUs a day for us adults. That's pathetic. Now, I have a bachelor's degree in nutrition. I was grilled on these RDA values, vitamin A, toxicity. I was grilled on what is the deficiency symptoms or the toxicity symptoms. What are, what's the happy spot? I had to throw all of that out the window when I became a functional medicine expert. Because functional medicine is all about therapeutic numbers. Numbers that our body actually needs to run healthy, not just survive to not die. And that's what the RDA values are about. The RDA values, the 400 IUs a day for babies and 2,000 IUs a day for adults, that's literally just enough to not die. We've also been the fear factor in marketing, whether it come from the CDC, whether it come from some marketing commercial you hear, um, we're inundated with health marketing and we get multiple sides of the spectrum. Vitamin D is a hot topic. Okay. Now I love to make sure that vitamin D status is up because it's the one thing that can change all other things. If you're feeling like crap right now, no matter what, just fix your vitamin D status. If you're like, I don't even know where to begin. My health is such a mess. Fix your vitamin D status. If it's less than 50, there's a reason why you are feeling like crap. There's a reason why you've got anxiety and depression. There's a reason why your body can't function. You've got chronic fatigue and autoimmune diseases out the wazoo. Because your immune system needs vitamin D and it needs it at sufficient thriving levels. Not like, oh, here's a vitamin D molecule um, once every four weeks. Okay, rant over. Vitamin D. You want it above 80, in my opinion. Don't get freaked out if it's high. And finishing off with this conversation about RSV that I was having on Facebook, and I don't get into battles. I just, hey, here's what I do. It's up to you if you want to do the same thing. Okay. Now, this um, mom who was posting about RSV is pregnant, and she's due, I, I would say, I don't really follow it too closely, but I would say within the next three months at some point, she's probably just in her third, third trimester. And she's worried about it, and rightfully so. And, and I just commented, hey, the best thing for you and for your immune system and baby's immune system is to make sure that right now when you're pregnant, your vitamin D status is very excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So I was like, this is what I do. This is what I take for me personally. This is what I give my five-year-old. This is what I give my two-year-old. This is what I gave them when they were babies, like newborn babies. I would give them a thousand IUs a day when they were newborn babies and probably up to like 18 months old. And then I would go to 3,000 a day. So like my two year and a half year old right now gets 3,000 a day. My five-year-old, he, he likes to say he gets five droppers, which is like half a dropper. So it's like 5,000 I use a day. Something like that. Yeah, make sure it's very, very high quality vitamin D. Uh, your Costco, your Amazon, your 
Walmart vitamin D is not going to cut it. You need very, very high quality vitamin D. Okay. Blood work marker that you need to know, number three. Blood sugar, also known as blood glucose. Now, there are some people who are Nazis about this number. I don't care if you are. I'm going to tell you that you need to stay between 85 and 99. If you're doing a keto diet, you are probably very strict about what your blood glucose number is. Um, I think the normal range is like 60 to 110, something like that. If you're down in the 60s, I don't think you're going to feel very great. If you're above, I mean, 100, you probably won't even notice, honestly. But the, the sweet spot for me would be 85 to 99. So between 85 and 100. Blood sugar is probably the number one underlying cause of hormone chaos. If you're thinking that your hormones are off, balance your blood sugar. If you need a supplement to help with that, Sinulin from Systemic Formulas is the one that you want. And as far as vitamin D is, that is DV3. And if you want the liquid version, there's vitamin D liquid. Tastes like orange soda. My kids love it. Um, serum iron. To boost your iron status, the best way to do it is just food. Because I, there are so many cofactors to absorbing and utilizing your iron. Getting it from food sources where those cofactors are naturally in place are the best. And for me, that would be sources of red meat or liver. Most people prefer red meat. Okay. Number four, we're going to look at liver markers. And these liver markers are AST and ALT. I've had several conversations about these two markers specifically with people who I've read their labs or on workshops I've been training them to read their labs. The magic numbers are between 10 and 26. Ideally, I want to see it around 15. Okay. AST and ALT can be off often. I've seen them in the 200s. I've seen them in, seen them in the hundreds. And every time, not every time, but most of the time, because I'm not ordering the labs, I'm using the blood work that they already have. It's brilliant on so many levels. The patient will say to me, or the client will say to me, why didn't my doctor tell me about this? My AST is like 104. My ALT is 93. Or they're in their 50s, or they're in the 200s. Why didn't they say anything to me about this? And maybe you're sitting in those shoes, listening. Maybe you're like, yeah, I finally I had a fight to get my blood work to begin with. If you don't have your blood work, next time you get blood work or go back to your doctor's office where you've got the blood work taken and ask for it. It is your blood work. It's yours. Get copies of it. I don't care if you're in the ER. Get copies of your blood work. Here's the thing. With this marker specifically, the way that physicians are trained, again, this is not your doctor's fault. This is the fault of the medical schooling system. It has failed us. It's fantastic for acute scenarios. If you break your arm, they're not walking to my office. If you have a heart attack, don't walk into my office. But for the chronic health struggles that are constantly going, um, 
of like autoimmune diseases and these things that you just feel like crap and you don't have diagnoses or you have five diagnoses and they're just throwing darts at the dartboard trying to figure things out. The reality is the medical school system has failed us. The reason why physicians don't tell you about numbers that are off the charts, have an H or an L to the side of them, is because they don't know what to do about it. What would you say if your doctor pointed out, hey, your AST and ALT markers are, are high, um, quite high actually, what are you gonna, what, what's your very next question going to be? Okay, doc, what do we do about it? They don't know. So why would they point it out? Again, it's not their fault. It's medical schooling system. I know that these are liver markers. They know that, the, that these are liver markers, but the approach between a liver diagnosis versus how healthy is your liver and your detox organs, there's a difference. Okay. So if you're sitting between 10 and 26 AST and ALT, great. If you want to make sure it's optimal and have it be between like 10 and 15, even better. So if you're thinking, since it's the new year right now and this episode is coming out in January, if you're thinking about doing a detox or a liver cleanse or something of the sort, grab your blood work and see if you actually need it. Now, is it going to be helpful in most cases? Yes. Liver cleanses, mm, I'm not a big fan of those. A true, real detox, yes, but those are few and far between. These are these AST and ALT markers in my world say, okay, how well is your detox system functioning? Do we need to lower the toxic burden? Maybe you start looking in your chemicals in your house and your the air you're breathing, the water you're drinking. Those are the two biggest sources of toxicities and toxic elements getting into our body. So find ways to lower your toxic load, find ways to help out your detox system. And by helping out, the reason why I'm a bigger fan of detoxes than cleanses is, be, is typically because detoxes provide your liver and your detox organs the ingredients it needs to fulfill its normal processes better. Whereas a liver cleanse is you're just like drinking juice for three days of, and then going back to normalcy. You're relieving some burden temporarily on your liver, um, probably jacking up your blood sugar instead. But just be careful about what you're doing when it comes to liver cleanses and liver detoxes. Not all sizes are equal. They're not all the same. If you need to know what your status is, grab your blood work. There you go. And last but not least, this term that gets demonized, cholesterol. Now, I want to see cholesterol around 200. The, the typical range is like 150 to 200. If you're sitting in around 150 and you're depleted in testosterone, you have no estrogen or no progesterone, um, you've got hot flashes, your cycles are all, are all, over, all over the place, whatever your hormone story is, you must have healthy levels of fat healthy fat. That is your cholesterol. One indicator of that is your cholesterol. Now, to fix your hormones, you're going to need to balance your blood sugar, provide your body with plentiful healthy fats because cholesterol is the top of the food chain. Estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone and cortisol, your stress hormone, are all produced from cholesterol. 
I can do an entire episode on this. Maybe I will. Right after this, I'll record another one on this breakdown of cholesterol. So you understand that if you're just treating testosterone, that's great. You might be feeling better. You might have libido. You might be losing weight, but all the things. But is it really a long-term solution? Because testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, they are the bottom of the food chain. If you heal and treat the top of the food chain, everything below it will naturally cascade out. So we have the cholesterol, and in comparison to your hormones, you need it. The requirement to produce natural levels and healthy levels of hormones. The second component to quote bad cholesterol is we've been lied to a lot. And I'm just going to keep this simple and say if you have bad cholesterol, probably because of three things. One, your thyroid is chaos. Remember, the thyroid is just one gland in the endocrine system. <laughs> See, everything's connected, y'all. You can't just go to your endocrinologist and think that your life's going to change because the hormone system is connected to every other system in the body. So thyroid issues, inflammation, and blood sugar imbalances. Those are the three key issues that can lead to, quote, bad cholesterol. So maybe your doctor told you you need to get on a statin, and maybe so, but you should probably grab all of your blood work, figure out what it really tells you, and then figure out how to go from where you are to where you want to be as far as a health standpoint. And to walk you on that five-step journey, stay tuned to the next episode. All right, that's a wrap. The five very important blood work markers you need to know. If you haven't been following the podcast already, be sure to follow it. Whatever platform you're listening on, click follow. Tell your friends that, hey, we're going to talk about reading and your blood work in a better way. That's the key. I don't want to just read your blood work the same as everybody else. We're going to read it in a better way. We're going to make it so that anybody can understand it. So the power is in your hands. So follow the podcast. Buy my book on Amazon. Why are my labs normal? If you haven't already done so, you should. I'm going to teach you all the blood work. Very simple. It's like 120 pages. There's no fluff. <laughs> Just get it. So you can read how, learn how to read your own blood work a better way. If you're a practitioner, get it too. We'll change your practice. Promise. All right. Until next time. Wasn't that just so good? Loaded with tons of information, just as this podcast has been the entire time. If you're new here, welcome. If you've been around for a while, I love it. Thank you for your support. I would be so grateful if the newbies and the oldies would leave a review on their favorite podcast listening app. Take a screenshot of that review and email it to my team. We've got some goodies coming out to you if you do that. My team's email is drkylieteam at gmail.com. If you're a practitioner and you do not have a thriving virtual practice yet, you need one. Now is the year. Now is your year. Don't let another thing get thrown at us by this world and take you down. Let's future-proof your practice. Let's get you creating and living and thriving in a practice that you love, that provides you with more time freedom, more energy, and location freedom, and financial freedom too. We will be doing just this in two days in Orlando, Florida at the Wyndham Grand Resort. Grab your ticket at drkylieburton.com slash in 
dash this dash together dash live. There are 200 seats for the in-person event and you can attend there. You can attend virtually wherever you are in the world. Why? Because I'm here to help you. If you're not a practitioner, I'm going to help you too. I've got a book out on Amazon called Why Are My Labs Normal? If you haven't grabbed it yet, go grab it and learn how to read your blood work a better way so you never have to rely on anybody else again. And that's a wrap. I'll see you on the next episode.